17 artworks spanning 25 years of paintings make up artist Glenn Wolfgram's first survey show of his intricate abstract works that strongly references Tongan heritage. A Eva Tokohanga e Pacifiki, solo across the Pacific, is the Tamaki Makoro-based artist's first solo exhibition in a public gallery. He says solo in the show's title also refers to how solitary the experience of painting is, though for him less so these days with children and a studio in the family home. Glenn, who's a self-taught artist, is a past finalist in the Wallace Art Awards. His large-scale paintings have been described as dynamic, fractured and reverberating with Polynesian motifs. It's a lot to take in, so we have some images on our webpage for you, rnz.co.nz slash standingroomonly. I began by asking Glenn about the survey show, which has allowed him to be reunited with work he hasn't seen for more than two decades. I've only seen photographs of the early work that's in the show. I haven't seen it in person yet, so I'm really looking forward to that. There are a couple that I, I remember quite well. There are others that I, I just wish that I could still paint like that. I see bits and I go, ah... Oh. That's really nice. I wonder how I got there, kind of thing. So it's been it's been great. Do you think you you found your painter's voice quite early? Like if you had those early works and some of the works that you've created, you know, this year for the exhibition, would we see Glenn Wolfgram throughout? Would we know? Do you think instantly that it was the same artist? Definitely. There's definitely a. I wouldn't say. A progression. There's definitely a change in the work, but you can definitely see that it's, it's my work. Yeah. Talk me through the the reason for the name you've given the exhibition. Again, I think this is something that artists give a lot of thought to. The, the naming of the show. Uh, the name of the show is Eva Tokahana e Pacifici. It translates to Solo Across the Pacific, and it was a name. Uh, from a painting that I did for the Auckland Art Fair a few years ago. That name really fitted with with this show. I don't normally call my paintings or my shows uh, Tongan names, but this show uh, was dedicated to my father, who passed away in uh, late August this year. So that's why I named the show the Tongan name. I'm sorry. He must have been so proud of you because your your work is all about celebrating and marking and and considering your whakapapa, your genealogy. Yes, he he was proud. And uh yeah, it's 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 still difficult to think about. Um he was a proud Tonga man and he was he was proud of he was proud of my painting and my and my career. And you're incredibly proud. I mean, what an interesting um, genealogy you have, Tongan, but also Irish and German. <laughs> it's really, it's quite a heady mix. Yeah, the uh, the German parts, obviously, through the Tongan side, a group of German brothers traded through the island in the 1800s, I guess, and uh, one of them married my great-great-grandmother, and that's where the name Wolfgram came from. And my mother's Irish. She was born in Belfast. And she came over with her parents in the early 50s. And also, yeah, my dad came over with his parents in the early 50s as well. And, you know, obviously they met and fell in love. When you started thinking about the works for 
the show, Glenn, did you, and I think you've got 17 artworks over representing these 25 years. Yeah. Did you know instinctively which ones you wanted to have included? Because a survey show is really important. It's telling a story. When I found out they were interested in doing the show and I thought about uh, past paintings and I thought, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting that. Uh, so they, they contacted my, my dealer about, you know, approaching private um, owners about getting these paintings back, but but some some were overseas that maybe I wanted to include in the show. What they have managed to get is, is a pretty good representation of my work through those 25 years. The actual painting called Solo Across the Pacific. It's on Waiheke, and it's a it's a huge stretch canvas. It's something like five meters by two meters, and just the logistics of getting it over from uh, Waiheke are just just too big, so um, didn't get that. that. That's fine. Everything else is fine with me. What, what's included in the show? What's the earliest work that's been found? Uh, the earliest work is from 1998, which is from I think my second show at Orex Art Gallery. I think I had my first show at the start of the year and then I had a follow-up at the end and, that, and that, that's from that follow-up show. Now, you're a self-taught artist and do you think that's given you some advantages, Glenn, over the time, you know, the freedom to work in the way that you want to? I think it works both ways as far as being self-taught at the start. I didn't, I didn't really know what I was doing and, and that, that can be a good thing. I do think that going to art school, you make a lot of good friends and you make a lot of good friends that are artists. I don't have many friends that are artists. I probably can count <laughs> I probably can count one friend that's, that's an artist and he's he's living in Melbourne. I haven't I haven't seen him for about fifteen years. So it has its positives and it has its negatives of, of being self taught or going to art school. A picture of artists is you know by yourself in your studio slaving away over your canvas or board. I mean, do, do you find it a very solitary way of being? But as you say now, you know, quite differently to when you started out, you do have a family um, who want to be with you. But ultimately, when you're in the studio, is it? Do you feel it's just you? Uh, it definitely is just me, and I like it. I like that it's a solitary process. My, my studio is downstairs in my home, so um, I'm not far away. Sometimes I wish I was far away. But uh, I like the process of, of being by myself. And, and, and in a way, uh, that's where the word solo comes from in the show. Sometimes I feel like I'm in, in this bubble all by myself. And even with networking with other artists and stuff, I, 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 I don't do that. It's not, it's not really a conscious decision why I don't do that. It's just... It's just who I am. I just like being by myself. <laughs> so the new works that you've created for the survey show, what are you reflecting on? And maybe you could describe one of them for us. They're actually for a show that I'm having up in Auckland uh, early next year. They're on round boards. I think I just got bored with, um, with painting on stretch canvas. I just wanted to change it up and try something different. So... I got some round boards and just started 
started giving them a go, I found them quite difficult because with the square or rectangle canvas, you you have an endpoint in your paintings. You feel like you have a border. Even though if you look at my work, it can go on and on and on, I do feel safe whether you have a border. But with a round board, you feel like there's no ending, and and they're quite... They're quite difficult to, well, I find them quite difficult to manage, but I, I enjoy the challenge. As far as individual paintings, the first painting was a painting that I called Polyester. And how I mentioned before, where I had difficulties finding an, an end, I thought, oh, maybe I should try and um, create some kind of a, a spherical look to the painting, where, you know, with a sphere, there, there is an end. Another painting called Creature Comfort, where there was a lot of masking involved. It's just a technique that I use, where I um, I draw a, or paint a small image, and then I'll cover it with masking tape, and paint another one, cover it masking it, and then slowly and slowly you build up more, build up more more masking tape until basically the whole board is covered in masking tape, and when I when I tore off the masking tape, I was like, stood back and went, oh no, this is this is not working very well. I didn't like it, and I thought, oh, I'm going to have to. That's all right. I'm going to have to change this around until obviously, I'm, I'm very happy with the end result. And that took that took a very long time to paint. And so the last painting, Maka, just in uh, graphite sticks that I used, a few bits of acrylic going through. I just needed to do something really simple, something basic. Maka in Tongan is uh, stone. I just wanted something strong and really, really basic uh, to, just to get away from the, the previous painting, which just involved a lot of masking. And, and yeah. For these new works, what palette are you working with? Because I've seen, you know, works of yours that are really intensely coloured, you know, you get some these gorgeous reds and blues um, amongst the blacks. And then I've seen quite subtle work, which is more black and white or two-toned? As far as a palette, it's just what, what I can get my hands on. There's no set notion of wanting to, to do a certain colour or it's um, sometimes you just grab, you know, the nearest pot and, yeah, that'll work. You put it in, you put it up. There's no rhyme or reason behind the colours I use. I just, whatever's there, basically. Glenn Wolfgram, a Eva Togohanga Air Pacific Key, solo across the Pacific, is open today at Pātaka Art and Museum in Porirua in Wellington.